You know, I think John Sullivan did a great job of providing a metaphor for our energy policy, and that is don't shoot the horse you're on until you have another horse to ride. I'd never really heard that before, John. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> and being with Corey Gardner, I say he's really brought some enthusiasm to our uh, committee, full committee as well as subcommittee, because he's a very articulate fellow and certainly understands energy. And uh, we have a great team over at Energy and Commerce. And uh, Bud, you would like to be back there right now. <laughs> We're passing a lot of legislation and uh, uh, trying to slow down EPA in many ways. But as you know, uh, we don't have a lot of success on, on the United States Senate side. So as we approach this election uh, in November, I think the responsibility we have right now, in addition to continue to pass legislation and primarily to set up a contrast uh, between uh, our policies that we're advocating and the policies that the president is obviously advocating. I think that in Kentucky, by the way, we had our primary a couple weeks ago, and uh, on the Democratic primary, you either had a choice of voting for Barack Obama for president or uncommitted. And we have 120 counties in Kentucky, and the uncommitted, 168 of them. So I don't think there's any chance that Barack Obama's going to win the state of uh, Kentucky. But the sad thing about it is, and the, and the reason I believe that he's in serious trouble around the country, is that he really squandered a great opportunity. And I think it all started when Rahm Emanuel, if you'll remember, right after the election, made the comment that uh, it's a shame to let a crisis go to waste. And he was talking about the recession and the slow economy and how they were going to use that to pursue their political goals, which I think they viewed as more important than really stimulating the economy. And in a nutshell, what they ended up doing was they took these stimulus funds, and as you know, our federal debt has increased $5 trillion in the short period of time that Barack Obama's been president. But they took that stimulus fund and they used it as a slush fund in many ways because they funnel money primarily into green energy projects. Now as John has said and Corey has said, we all recognize that green energy has a role to play. But to use that amount of money for uh, projects like Solyndra, and uh, Fisker Automotive and Tesla Automotive, uh, even even if, if those cars are produced, and some of them are, the price tag is $200,000, and this president who claims to be for the average American, I don't think he's showing a lot of concern for the average American funneling money the way he's been funneling it. And uh, for him to claim that uh, he, his administration is gonna be revolutionary and more ethical than any administration in recent memory and then to funnel 538 million dollars to Solyndra uh, which is uh, controlled by George Kaiser who lives in Oklahoma one of the wealthiest men in America who's bundling money for the president and then his lawyers and the lawyers for Solyndra meet with lawyers for the Department of Energy and the White House and in setting that deal up, make certain that if they do go bankrupt, 
that their venture capitalists, their private investors will get their money back first, even before the taxpayers get their money back. So this president talks a good game. And he frequently says one thing and his administration does the other. And the reason we get so exercised about it, because if we are going to create a strong economy in America again, which we know we can do, energy is going to play a vital role in that. And many of you, I'm sure, read where Harold Hamm, uh, who basically developed the Bakken field, talked about going to the White House and how he had never met President Obama. He was looking forward to going down to the White House and talking to him. And, and he said that he did meet with him and he explained how the Bakken field area, unemployment rate was around 3%, all the jobs that were being created. In fact, they couldn't find enough qualified people to work up there. All the oil was being produced. And that if the president would just spend as a, a token amount of time and energy and money on developing our own natural resources, fossil fuels being one of them, just a, just a portion of that amount of money and stimulation that he's done for green energy, that we could dram dramatically lower unemployment <coughs> rates around the country and be less dependent on foreign oil and other sources. And he said the president looked at him and said, well, uh, we know that we're going to have to have fossil fuel for a few years, but after that, we've got to go green energy. Well, I think that demonstrates how really out of touch he is, because we know that the base load is going to have to be dependent upon our uh, fossil fuels, and uh, we, we're developing technology, and we do have opportunities to explore other energy sources, and we should. And uh, but this president. And yesterday we had a hearing, for example, and uh, we were talking, these people all worked in Region 6 of the EPA, and Mr. Armadares decided not to come to attend that hearing, even though he said he would. But it was really kind of sad to see every witness that had worked with Region 6 EPA said there's a strong bias against fossil fuels. There's a lack of collaboration with the entities that are trying to produce energy in America. There's little regard for scientific evidence. And we feel like we're dealing with a government that is an adversary to what we're trying to do instead of what reaching out with a helping hand to try to solve these problems together. And so the American taxpayers out there working hard every day, and uh, we all go home to our districts, and we talk to people who don't have jobs, we talk to people who want to invest money, we talk to people who want certainty in regulations and economic policy, and they really feel adrift right now, and they feel like this government is working against them as much as it is trying to help them for the simple purpose that this government is pursuing uh, its own political goals more than really trying to stimulate the economy 
uh, because we had a great opportunity to do it, and I think it's been squandered in a way. Uh, if we had just spent more of that money on infrastructure projects, we need, we have great infrastructure needs in our country today. In fact, in my district alone, uh, we lost uh, one of the bridges over one of our major highways down there, 6880, about four months ago. Uh, it was a bridge that was built about 70 years ago. And uh, it, it's just a shame that more of that stimulus money didn't go for infrastructure products, really shovel-ready projects, which uh, it was sold to the American people that it used to be shovel-ready projects. And uh, that's another thing that has been really disappointing to me is just, I think the American people, when Barack Obama came to the presidency, genuinely felt this is a real opportunity for America. He is so charismatic, and he is such a great speaker. And I'll never forget one day I was in the airport even before he announced the run for president. And I really didn't even know who he was. But I was uh, at one gate getting ready to go to Nashville, Tennessee, and the next gate there was a plane going to Chicago. And this guy walked in and all of a sudden, everybody over there stood up and started applauding and whistling and yelling, Barack Obama, Barack Obama. And he hadn't even announced for president. He had been in the Senate long. But there was that hope that maybe this could be something different. And yet, it came home very clear to me, and I could, all of us could give other examples. But on the utility map, which is the most expensive, will be the most expensive regulation ever implemented at EPA. And when they came up, when the president talked about it, when his administration talked about it, when Lisa Jackson talked about it, all of them said that this is necessary because we're going to have so many great benefits because of the reduction of mercury emissions. And they, every time they talked about it, it was about reducing mercury emissions. And yet, when we talked to the witnesses, when we really got down and looked at the uh, analysis of EPA's own reports, and they finally acknowledged themselves that there was no benefit for mercury reductions. All of the benefits, about 99.9% of the benefits, came from further reduction of particulate matter, which is already regulated under another part of the Clean Air Act. So this president and this administration in many ways have been misleading the American people. And uh, while I don't think any of us started this Congress wanting to be an adversary, in fact, I think we have a responsibility and obligation to work together to solve the many problems facing our country. And we've done everything that we can do. We've passed legislation to uh, make it easier to invest and develop our natural resources. We passed legislation to try to slow down the plethora of regulations coming out of EPA to uh, analyze and view the cost of these things, the impact of them before we move forward. Uh, so I think we've done everything that we can do and now we've got an election coming up and we're going to do everything we can do to be out there in our districts and in our states every day trying to set up the contrast between this administration and what we think the next one can be. So thank you all very much for giving us the opportunity to be here today. We look, we enjoy working with all of you and we look
forward to working with you as we move forward. Thanks very much.